You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. It's Jordan, the host of the Horny Housewife podcast, the co-ed locker room where we've been recently called tastefully raunchy. We, me, she, I, Jordan, talking all things better sex, dating your spouse, the evolution of sex and marriage, and answering all your listener questions, which is going to be what today is. We're hitting them heavy. Some of them are just jaw droppers, infidelity, fantasy, one woman's desire to make blowjobs a more pleasurable experience for her. I love that. And so many more, so many more badass questions. So I'm looking forward to this Monday. And speaking of, it's the Monday coming off of the weekend before Christmas. And that weekend specifically is kind of like a... Okay, procrastinators, if there's any shit you need to get done before Jesus's birthday and Santa's big flight, you know, whatever you need to check off the list, it's, you know, you're coming to the the landing. We're coming to a head end for the mothers out there. Hate to just niche out for a second, but hey, I'm one. Rarely, I don't talk about motherhood a lot, but I will say that when your kids are home for winter break, you just are like counting down till they go back, essentially. Are there some cute moments? Are there the warm and fuzzies and you're whipping out the camera and you can't, you're just, oh, this would be such a good memory to look back on. There's those. And then there's also the like, I might pop a blood vessel in my face or, you know, my, I'm locking my knees a lot. I'm clenching my jaw a lot. You know, those moments. For anyone new, this is a marriage sexuality. Like the description box was spot on, but just bear with me. We like to get warmed up right now. I like to lube ya before I fuck ya. So let's talk about crippling anxiety instead. Because <laughs> the holidays are coming up, that means we have to get together with lots of people. And sometimes people that get on our nerves. And for me, I love both sides of my family. Like, obviously, my name's Jordan. And if you wanted me to like, we write their names down and I can write a list of pros and cons about them, like I'm ready. And you know, I, I've got thick skin, I'll take they can give it back to me if they want. But that's not what we're doing. I'm just saying that I know that sometimes getting with your in laws, or even your own family can cause you stress. If you're a people pleaser, just wanting everyone to be getting along swimmingly. You just want everyone to be pleasant. You want, you take on a lot. Or maybe you're an introvert and maybe it's just like someone staying at your house and you feel like it invades your personal space or you don't know how to adjust or you just don't feel like you can quite be yourself. Honestly, I say remind yourself, you can indeed be your fucking self. Because we're all human beings and fuck them. You probably won't see them for a really long time and you love them. And if they're staying at your house and you don't feel like chill with them, then you shouldn't let them stay at your house. Boundaries. Get some. 
It's called a personal problem. That was a common line my dad passed on. Personal problem. You need to be able to identify that. For me personally, if you want me to share what my ick is about the holidays in regards to family, it's the melting pot. It's like if I go visit my dad and his wife or my brother and his friends, I don't know, my brother, uh, a cousin, cousins, I don't know. It's like you go to your place with them. It's like you and them. But when we get everyone involved and I'm talking, you know, my family and my in-laws and we're bringing it together, it's just like weird as fuck sometimes. <laughs> I am truly jealous of the people that have in-laws that are like the same kind of type of very similar personality people. They're just like two peas in a pod. They'd be best friends. You know, that's cool. That must be fun at holidays. But I don't know. We're all adults. You just be mature. You. It's not like it's I, I can't imagine there are people out there in situations where their in-laws fucking hate each other. And as much as that sucks, that should guarantee that you're never in the same room together with them at the same time, right? And maybe if you have to, like a wedding or that sounds miserable, but I bet, you know, juicy, juicy as well. Speaking of juicy, today's episode, listener questions. I've got lots. I'm sure she can talk lots about them. We can just pick them apart and get some knowledge maybe giggle a little bit and, you know, go home with solutions. Walk away from the episode being like, hmm, yeah, good point, Jordan. Food for thought. Actually, I think I'm going to go leave her a five-star kind review right now. Much appreciated. If you walk away and you're like, I'd come back for more, make sure you click the subscribe button. We're five minutes in. You got to give me the whole episode. If you're new, stay, get cozy. Hit your little weed pin, or if you're driving, like focus on the road. But yeah, to sum up my holiday uncheer, my holiday not cheer, we're gonna make it through, everybody. We're gonna make it through. Everyone's gonna be happy, jolly. Don't put all these expectations of trying to be, I'm talking to all the women, all the people pleaser women. Don't put it all on your shoulders. Just relax, take a deep breath. Or maybe this is to the men who are like, I want to hit my head against the drywall around this time of the year. You too. Take a deepie. Maybe everyone needs to up the amount of orgasms they are having in the month of December. Like really kick it into high gear. And I will take a moment and save space for the people who, when they are under a certain amount of stress, distress, whatever it may be, uh, you know, that produces high cortisone levels and that can in turn take away the blood flow from your genitals. And then guess what? That's not really a good thing. That doesn't really work out for everyone involved. So I have grace. I have empathy. I think that I'm one of those people that's like, then you got to get in your mind. That's where that solution's going to come. It's not about the penis or the pussy. It's like a mental war now. And we got to gain momentum, chugga, chugga, choo, choo, the other way. If you're going to want to start getting off or performing again, that was just a hard pill that some of us need to swallow. And so if you're like, hey, I can't up the sex frequency, but I can 
up the self-pleasure frequency, there's multiple ways you can go about, you know, taking the edge off a little bit. Okay. I'm not pushing you to hard drugs. I'm pushing you to like have a natural release either or works. JK, I just thought that was funny. We choose the healthy option. We choose the healthy option. Even though a lot of y'all in my DMs are like, love that mildly toxic advice. When merch comes out one day over the rainbow, 2023, that is like one of my new year's goals. Uh, mildly toxic will definitely be one of the <clears throat> on it. 10 out of 10 recommend. <clears throat> I'm feeling that. I'm feeling that. Maybe throw in a little chef's kiss. I don't know. Y'all got to slide in my DMs and tell me what you really think. I'm thick-skinned. Shoot me straight. Shoot me straight. Also, my DMs are a great place. If you have a listener question, I keep you anonymous always. It's at underscore the horny housewife podcast, or you can go to my website, thehornyhousewifepodcast.com, and there is an anonymous submission box and type your little heart out. So I think we should just dive, splash right in. Head first, all your juicy, they're juicy, they're juicy because I cut y'all short last week. We had that interview and I didn't get to get all into your questions. So today I'm getting you back. It's time for the listener questions. And the first question, we're starting off strong. We're starting up strong. First off, I love the podcast. I just wish I found this about a year sooner. It could have prevented the infidelity I had to suffer through. I've been trying to work things out with my husband, married nine years now, four kids. I've been more intentional trying to be more available, and that goes along with that. He told me that I'm not normal because I don't touch myself. If he's going down on me or having sex with me, I don't feel like I need to touch myself as it feels so much better. Better when he is touching me. Do you have any tips on how to start incorporating self-pleasure while being intimate? Ooh, I just feel weird and awkward, especially when it's not really doing much for me. Maybe it will, but it's just hard to get out of my own head. I'm in therapy, but haven't gotten to this part yet. Thanks for your insight, and I enjoy the mildly toxic advice sometimes. See, I told you y'all like the mildly. T- um, okay, yeah, uh, love you, girl. Um, she went on to say, by the way, guys, that I think she feels like she can't talk about things without getting yelled at. She feels like her marriage is crumbling, feels like an avalanche vibes. The infidelity literally broke me. I take a little blame for not meeting his needs, but it's hard to fill someone's cup when yours is empty. I'll either make it out stronger than ever or single, or hopefully the marriage is the one that survives. Wow. Okay. She's got thoughts. She being me, me being I. Well, the first before, so she sent that question and kind of exactly how I read it or that first part. And then she went on to say, so when I first read the initial question, my first thought in my head that I wasn't even going to vocalize was kind of like thinking it's a little douchey that he brings that up but at the same time it's like okay I just wish maybe his delivery if his delivery was saying that you're not normal because you don't like you're not normal because you don't touch yourself like I wish that wasn't the delivery it could have been like it's so hot when 
you touch yourself, like it really excites me to see something like that. It's like so visual and like erotic and hot for me. And I would love to watch you touch yourself. Even though I know you like me doing it better, I'm happy to do that. I just feel like guys could just, God, if y'all had, some of y'all have wonderful communication skills. The men that listen to the horny housewife have really good communication skills. So ladies, if you found this podcast because you saw the horny housewife in his podcast library, don't let the name scare you. He is just trying to do right for you, okay? Trust me, I've got your back. If he's a slime ball, I will find your Instagram name. I will screenshot and I will send it to you, okay? That was my warning to all the men to like, don't send me an unsolicited dick pic. It, it happened enough where I have to be like, I will try to ruin your life. So please don't do that. So moving on to my next thought. That was the first thing I was like, I judged him a little bit. That wasn't fair. I don't know him. You're asking me, do you have any tips? And so I guess I wanted to just explain to you that like, yes, you like the pleasure from him more, but hey, you should find out a way that you touch yourself that you fucking like. Like I, I'm daring you on a complete side note to go on a masturbation journey. The part I can get and relate to is like, say you're, you know, doing something foreplay, sexual or whatever, and you're touching yourself because it's a great visual, you know, the way you're positioned it's doggy and maybe you want some clit action and he thinks that's hot. That can be that that one, right? I, I just said that was a pretty good one for like mutually beneficial. But if it's purely because it's like hot or he says, touch yourself, baby, while he's fucking you, then I get it. But like you can make circles, like spit on your hand, go unless you're grossed out by that, squeeze lube on your hand, or instead of that, just pour the lube on your pussy. And just like drop it on there or spit if you're wanting to go for like the hot freak factor. These are all like please your man performative type shit. Sorry if that ruined it for the dudes. And I don't think that it just means it's just performance. Like I think there are girls that are like that's my jam. That comes naturally. I'm not thinking twice about what to try to do to be sexy like I want some spit on my hand because I want to touch my pussy. Yes, those women do exist, but my big but is I do think like we as women, especially because of porn, like we're all watching the same porn, we have been taught or instilled, if you listen to last week's episode, you know where I'm going with this, that like certain positions or certain shit does not feel as nearly as good as it looks. So getting pleasure-focused, pleasure-present, best thing we could recommend, you're going to look fabulous doing it while you have pleasure. Don't get self-conscious about your O-face. I've had many listener questions about that. I'm sure it's in some episode. Uh, Yeah, no, let that slide. He's going to be just dying knowing that he's making your eyes roll back. You did mention that you feel like kind of awkward. Is that what you said? Let me look at the, especially when it's not doing much for me, but maybe I'm just in my own head. You are, you're totally in your head because he's eating it up. He likes it. 
then so that's like my answer to your question. But when you continue to share about like how you feel when he talks to you or how he reacts to you coming and talking to him, sounds shitty. And it sounds like, you know, keep going to therapy. You know, I definitely recommend you you stay on that journey. But I mean, you're kind of seeing it for what it is. You've just, you know, it's either going to go this way or that way. But if you're the only one that's willing, you know, it's like, how long can you do that? And then you just have to come to accept the reality. And so the reality may look like, okay, well, if I'm going to stay, this is what it's probably going to end up looking like if this is where we're at. And I literally cannot get this guy to change directions. So he's walking that way. So that's where you'll end up. So where are you walking? And I know, I know, and all these things are easier said than done. It's so easy to say, be the strong, bad bitch, go, like, you deserve better. And then it's like, it's really, really hard, hard. There's so, so, so much at stake, especially if you're married, you have kids, like, it's messy. You have kids, teens, young kids, you're trying to save it. You want your family intact. There's just so much more than just being like, I'm done with him. It's like... You're done with this life, like this life you've built. So you want to do what it, you want to go to any length. So I, I wish you would get him to start listening to the podcast. Just like, don't have him listen to this episode. You might need to like delete it from your phone. I don't know. (laughs) If you say, Hey girl, I've got him on board with listening. I will personally come back to this episode and edit out this question so that he can freely listen because it sounds like he needs a little inspo, in my opinion. And have you dug deep to where this infidelity came from? Like, why did this happen? How did he get in this situation? What are the details? And maybe you're a girl who didn't want to know the details. I think the details are worth knowing, personal opinion, but it's like there's factors at play. So you got to make sure because insanity is doing it over again, same way, thinking it's just going to go differently. It's not. So we got to see like, what type of guy is he? How did this happen? You say you take some blame. So I think you can see like, hey, maybe you were taking advantage of this comfortability and weren't being intentional, weren't being intimate or meeting his physical needs. But what got you in this situation to stop pursuing it altogether? Is it motherhood? Is it a combination of things? Most of the time, that is what it is. And maybe looking into sex therapy. And I know sometimes I'm like, hmm, about talk therapy. But when you're in certain predicaments and you feel like you have to exhaust all your options, you have to exhaust all your options, which can be in turn exhausting, but could also be your saving grace. It can also bring about like new thoughts, new perspective, new conversations So, you know, seasons, there can be some really ugly ones. I wish you the best. I hope that y'all can make a turnaround for the better. But it's definitely going to take both people. P.S. I totally think you should go on a masturbation solo journey. You are the kind of girl that needs to sign up for Beducated like yesterday. And yeah, you need to figure out how you can touch yourself. And you like that shit. And you want him 
to see. And we're going to get rid of all any shame around, you know, you not deserving pleasure. Your affirmation for every day to say is I am worthy of pleasure. Okay. You're going to look in the mirror and say it every day for 30 days. Tell me how you feel on day 31. That's your homework. Question number two, let's lighten the mood. Rimboy78, I never tell usernames, but I think this one was a joke. So I'm like, I'm, am I gay if I want to try to suck a big cock just once? Thank you. Is well, I didn't know if this was dead serious. And either way, joke or dead serious, <laughs> I figured I'd just answer it. You know, I may, may think it deaf means you're bi-curious. So, you know, I can't tell you your sexual identity, but I can tell you you're not straight (laughs) because (laughs) just once will probably turn into a twice and just the simple curiosity and that your screen name you chose, Rim, what was it? I already exited fucking out, Rim Boy. Makes me think you might have a, uh, like, butthole inclination (laughs) and that you did this on purpose. So you're welcome. I read it and I responded. You got what you wanted. Happy now? Also, leave me five stars on Apple Podcast. Much appreciated. If you're on Spotify, you can leave a rating as well. That's like a new earth thing. I really, really appreciate it. It helps me grow. And there was at one point that reviews just were like coming in hot and heavy. It's kind of slowed down. So let's pick it back. I read everyone. I read everyone. There have been some that are like, ooh, ouch. But 99% of them are lovely and delicious. doesn't have to be long. It can be like an emoji. It can be one word. It can be anything kind, preferably. And one time a lady wrote a lovely, a lady, I don't know. It could have been a man. A person wrote a lovely review, lovely, really kind, really nice, but put one star, one star. Great podcast. You got it so good. I always learn something. So make sure you click all of them. Okay. <laughs> Not one because the nice comments there and that's sweet, but the one star was what you just did to my star record and my star record is something I care about just like I care about you now onward freaky fam soldiers question numero tres we got another funny one but I like it and it's we will learn something okay I want to eat my wife's ass I've never done it before but it really turns me on I was wondering what happens after like am I supposed to go rinse my mouth before I eat her pussy or kiss her What do I do hygiene-wise? Thanks so much. Love the pod. First of all, I love you. Like, I love, I love, thank you for listening. And I love that you asked this question and I did get a giggle and a chuckle out of it because it was just so honest. (laughs) It was just like, and then what the fuck do I do? Like when I, because you know what? Let's just talk about the concept of wiping for one second. I know I wasn't wanting to gross you out or push you, push you away from wanting to eat your wife's ass. But it's like we could really go for like wet wipes in every bathroom. I feel like that is not too much to ask for. It's something that should be like really accessible for every family to have and not be some luxury. Because 
I've heard this from many people for many years. This is the saying, the question. You wouldn't use a paper towel to wipe off shit. If you got like shit on your finger or like you touch dog shit, you wouldn't just like wipe it off. You would go wash your hands because you're like, I don't want to get pink eye or like some flesh eating disease (laughs) or something. And when we wipe our asses, it's like, I know the poop should just be like going in. And if you had like a situation ship, I always call it number four, then you would, you know, acclimate to the situation. But I just feel like it's not enough. The Charmin Ultra Soft is, you know, now a luxury. And we're like, it's not enough. It's not enough. I spent $28, $28 on toilet paper the other day. What? That was like one, like one at the soft checkout. It was like the 12 pack. I don't know. It's a big one. But $28. Jesus. H Christ. Okay. I've abandoned the listener. I'm going back. I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you, poopy boy. So when you want to eat your wife's ass, let's hope that she's hygienic. So girlfriends, I've said this to you many a time, ladies. Summer's Eve, wipe your ass or be freshly showered because you want him to want to come back. You don't want this to be an experience that gives him PTSD. You don't want this to be. And I also tell the guys, like, know what comes with the territory. Like, shit could happen. (laughs) Pun intended. Literally. So if you're going to be, like, sticking shit up there, whether it be your fingers, the dildo, your ass, it might not always be easy breezy beautiful cover girl. Let's hope that all is just clean as a whistle, but forgiveness is the answer. God asks us to forgive 70 times 77, I don't know, but a lot. (laughs) 70 times 7 actually is what is, because I have a tattoo and I got the tattoo 70 times 7, but because of the brand new song. So any brand new listeners out there? Yeah, she was emo back in her day and thought that was like so cool. I don't even think they're a band anymore. I think that was like, that's dead and gone. But yeah, we still appreciate it. Circling back, circling back. This listener's like, I will never ask her a question again because I can't even get a fucking answer. I think you should just wing it. So I think you should just go with what your gut, mouth, heart, and nose tell you. So When you go for this experience, which, hey, if you're being intentional, let's say you aim for like shower sex and this is the time when you eat her ass or like right after she's out of the shower. So like be strategic with your timing. If y'all have an open communication, then like communicate that with her. Be like, get all clean for me, baby, because I'm tossing your salad tonight. You can figure out with your like delivery and timing and like maybe, you know, acclimate that. Is that my word of the episode? I don't even think that's appropriate. You could soften it, you know, make it fit her personality more is what I recommend. Meaning if you said that line I just gave you about tossing salad and she would be like, then don't do it. And don't blame me because I just told you not to do it. Now, depending on what type of girl she is, is the answer to 
if you're allowed to kiss her after. Is she the kind of girl that, like, are you, I immediately make it about you. Do you kiss after she sucks your cock? I hope you do. I hope you're down. If you're not, I'm making fun of you. But if not, whatever. Um, Is she the type to let you kiss her after she eats her pussy? So if that answers yes, like if she is a freak, a leak, then yes. But if you feel like she'd be like disgusting, which I get it. This is not the same as eating pussy. This is her butthole. Just don't. Just fucking like don't. Just go to town. Make this an eating out session. So like eat her out to climax or eat her out and work your way to the butt. And you can get her off like going back. I'm now encouraging you to give her a yeast infection. So let's not go back and forth. God, I'm a monster. Okay. Okay. I've got it. I've got it. You're going to toss her salad and you're going to use your hands on the pussy, rubbing the clit, fingering her, maybe fingering her bone, but you're going to, you want to eat the ass. So you eat the ass, but you make use of that right hand, sir. That is your homework. And you don't need to kiss her after you can just go, she can lay there and catch her breath and you can go rinse your mouth out with water and then do a little swig of mouthwash. Come back and give her a deep, delicious kiss. See, that's your plan of action. Write that in your iPhone notes or save it upstairs. You're welcome. Do you see why I chose to do a listener questions episode? Because we've got some fire convos to be had. It doesn't always have to be tips, tricks, and how to, but don't worry. Mommy's always learning more for y'all so I can teach you all the things. Okay. This is a good one because this is going to have us thinking. Okay. We're going to get some POV here and I have some opinion. Okay. You are real and relatable, and I love how you speak to monogamy. My husband and I are married 11 years and together 15. We have been swinging since we met. We considered opening the marriage because when you listen to the podcast, the people in open marriages make it sound so wonderful. But then I decided I better read up about the cons. Have you seen the failure rate for open marriage that stopped our quest dead in its tracks. My husband and I are too invested in our relationship to take that kind of risk. Oh, I love that sentence. Okay. Our sex life is super hot and we will continue to work at keeping that way. Thank you for doing what you do. Oh boy, do I have thoughts. Okay. I have a lot of thoughts and I've, I sat and I thought about it. I thought about this topic many times. And the sentence that I loved when you said like, y'all are too invested in your relationship to take that kind of risk, which means that I would assume that you both have a intention, a desire to take this to the home stretch. Okay. You mentioned in your question that you and your husband have swung before you say your sex life super hot. So it sounds like that you are a couple that has a foundation with trust that had made a decision together as to where your boundaries were in the relation to sex with other couples and swapping and that's going accordingly. Like y'all have this mutual respect and boundaries, obviously boundaries in place to prohibit um, 
something further from developing, feelings developing to where you want to date. I don't know what led to the conversation of an open marriage, but I was just assuming, uh, I don't know if this is correct or not, that these experiences are what led to like, oh, like this sounds so beautiful and freeing and authentic. And like, I love my partner enough to let them have this experience. And it sounds so exciting because it is a rush, I would assume, and a high. And I I just think of it like addiction and sex addiction and being insatiable and being a little dopamine junkie. Okay. So even though I haven't firsthandedly been in this woman's experience I am not a swinger. I am not going on the journey of opening my marriage. I've taught, I've had and talked to many people who have told the Freaky Fam many awesome, beautiful experiences as to why they chose to either open their relationship or that's how they go into relationships in this open not tied down, not to one person. They don't believe that one person needs to be everything for them and they find their people. And being like-minded is something that is, you know, I really appreciate, you should really appreciate, makes you equally yoked so that when the big decisions, when the big hits, when life, you know, takes you on its ride, you can connect in there. I love the yin and yang but being in alignment and growing together, vi importato. And you've heard it mentioned on the podcast before by me and others, the importance of if you were ever to like evolve in that way. So like there are people that are monogamous now that maybe in 10 years, they try something different or they start swinging or they start opening it up and they I don't know if focusing on the negative of like what's the failure rate really serves you if you're going in with this intention and y'all are both really on the same page and you're able to be super honest with each other. And I've heard a lot of therapists say that usually there is, in most cases, the couples they see, hence you know they're at therapy, which I would definitely recommend getting a third person involved if you feel like both of you feel like that could be something nice, some guidance, or maybe not. Maybe it's information you want and not from a person. (laughs) From what I've heard, again, I don't know, is that those statistics you're talking about, a lot of the couples that are the ones making it are the ones that went in and were like, we're so in love and we have so much, so much respect, mutual respect for one another. Uh, They're past the phase of raising children. Now I'm sure there are people in the community, maybe even listening right now, that would be so offended that I have the opinion that I think it sounds like a safer, better, less like I mean, I'm going to be careful with my words, but I, I feel like being an empty nester trying this seems a lot healthier and less at risk for like massive destruction. So timing really is everything. So, you know, if you have young kids, maybe this is not something you would go about that. And that's what I wanted to bring up. The people that it's failing, the most people that are failing are the people 
who are going in and they are feeling empty in their marriage. They're feeling neglected, unsatisfied, not good. They've got kids and their life is swamped and her life looks so different from his life. And it's always their kids' events or his events or her shit she needs to do, whatever it may be. Resentments have just piled up and piled up and piled up, and you're just losing that attraction for the other person. You've lived like roommates for so long now. The sex is just boring or non-existent, and I don't really care what he does now, and I bet he doesn't give a fuck if what I do either, and shit, maybe this will even spice it up. Now, as me, like, carefree and go with the flow and what the hell is that sounds it's going into new territory into something you have no idea it's like having a child where you're like you have no idea what you're really about to do sacrifice and be a part of until you have the the said child and I think anyone going into it as like some desperate attempt to reinvigorate their sex life. It's going to be just a epic failure. I think you're more likely to go like fall in love with some toxic ass shit. Probably like get delusional for a second, ram a tornado through your family and friends, parents, lives, fuck up your kids a little bit. And then that shit's going to end because you were like, Oh wait, I was like high off of this new experience because I've been in a dead bedroom situation for so long. There's so many things that could go awry. And I know this specific listener question, that's not the situation. So it seems like you have all this open communication and clear boundaries that you both respect since you are able to live this lifestyle successfully based on what you've shared. Another thing that I can't not mention in this conversation is that you mentioned the podcast and I just want to tell you that like anything on the internet, no matter what it is, no matter what platform or where it's coming from, video, audio, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, the in, you're only getting such a small picture of anything anyone's giving you. I come and I sit down and I answer your questions and I talk about these things and I'm being myself. This is Jordan. This is who I am. But I'm not sitting you down and telling you my marriage is perfect. I'm not sitting down and telling you all the things that I wish were different or better or things I don't like about myself or why I have the knowledge that I do because I've experienced so much pain and fucked up relationships. There's so much more to a relationship, a person, a public figure, an influencer, whatever. And a lot of shit that when people are shoving it down your face and their whole presence online is a, we're this couple and our whole shtick is getting you to watch all of our funny, catchy videos and the views and that's how they get paid and they get sponsorships and the whole thing is to like be putting their best foot forward and show like how they're so happy and why they're so happy and this is what we do to be so happy. I bet you they fucking are miserable. Lots of them are really, really miserable. There was recently a horrible, horrible, tragic, devastating, if you know who the entertainer, DJ, uh, influencer, Twitch was, that was so sad. He took his life is what the media is saying. 
I don't know. I shouldn't speak on it because I don't know what's going on, but it did show me, it does go to show that everything is not what it always seems. You never know what's going on. So those couples that are being asked to talk about the the beautiful parts of this and how they do it and rock it out, I appreciate you know, there are some really good, authentic, mean, well, transparent couples that will tell you like it is. But I mean, being in a relationship is being in a relationship. We're human beings. We're going to experience all kinds of emotions and you have to navigate how to do that together and survive. (laughs) And you've answered your question. You know, you said this search and me seeing the statistic like not worth it whatsoever to fuck this good we've got going. If it's not broken, you know, don't fix it. I think it can be an insatiable part of us. You are definitely could be our opening Pandora's box because I think people that go into an open relationship have to 100,000% know, which I would think this is a duh, but let's just say it anyways, that your spouse, like you should fully expect them like they will have fall in love. Like you will, they will experience heartbreak. They will have other relationships. You will see them uh, fall in love and you will also see them grieve a loss. You will see them go through a breakup. You will see so much. And some people are so supportive and like love it and adore it. And it's just for them. And for some people that is a like foreign concept. Like me, I'd be like, excuse me, how are they not like devastated. See, and you know what I mean? There's just not for everyone. And we you can't be judgmental on both sides. I come in and I try to be like open and understanding and empathetic and curious and ask questions. So both sides can't be judgmental of the other side. Like people that are in open relationships or swing, like have the same respect for the people that choose monogamy. A, it's really hard. (laughs) And B, like you think it's natural what y'all are doing, then have some mad respect for us going against nature, but with intention. There are lots of awesome monogamous and raising my hand couples that are intentional choosing each other and there's a reason they're doing so. So remember, I mentioned seasons a lot. What season are you in? And if me saying all this stuff was like, God, that made me want it even more. I feel like both of us are so like, that is what we're wanting to experience and emotionally support each other through. And you have the time availability and space and this affects no one else in a negative way. I think that's important. I think that's being selfless and a good person. If you're asking me, then fuck statistics, fuck them because you don't have to subscribe to that narrative. You can go and lead your relationship with intention because I could subscribe to the narrative that most couples end up like X, Y, and Z, which they do, but I don't, I'm not looking at that and focused on that. I'm focused on maintaining like above mediocrity and having a good marriage, sexy marriage. And does that not always pan out how I want it to? Are there times when I'm like, Oh, I wish it was like this or like that. Yes, because I'm living and experiencing the human condition just like the rest of you. Okay, last question of the episode. This was fun. This was a fun little listener Q EP episode 110 in the books. Next week, I'm giving the ladies a little 
penis massage hype sesh. I'm going to teach your wife, your girlfriend, your wife that is your girlfriend, how to rub your dick right and how to have a nice, delicious evening. If the ladies are like, what about me, bitch? I'm going to teach the men something too. Don't worry. Don't fret. Breast massage. And this is partnered practice play. Like I am not talking about a breast exam. Okay. I'm talking about something you will let him do. Small boobs, big boobs, all shapes and sizes of boobs can be given love and affection and it feels really good. I happen to think so anyways. So boobs and dicks next week. Buckle up. Also, my audio erotica lovers, if you like this voice, (laughs) some of y'all do, some of y'all don't, and you want to hear me tell a really dirty, dirty, dirty fucking story about little Susie getting rammed by her teacher after class, then go on over to the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash the horny housewife podcast. I will put the link in the description box. And I don't know if there really is a character named Susie, but there was one named Sylvia who got gangbanged by her law firm partner and his colleagues. So that one was a doozy. I don't know how Sylvia made it. I don't know how she made it, but she survived. (laughs) But yeah, the Patreon is an awesome place. You can message me there, duh, and enjoy two new sexy stories that I upload every Wednesday So yeah, I really appreciate your support. The patrons are my favorites. I have favorites and it is them. So digest. I love you all, but some just twinkle a little brighter. Moving on to our last and final question. I think this one is not only going to help this lovely listener, this female listener, but it's also going to be a win for the guys because... I am letting your girl in, if your girl listens, and on a little secret. So if your wife listens to this show, I'm doing you a solid. Okay. So I consider myself to be a pretty down-ass wife. Love those girls. I love them. Those are our people. Those are freaky fan babies. My husband and I regularly have sex. I'll try anything and things are great in the bedroom. My husband loves blowjobs and I give them, but I have to say, I don't love doing it. I so want to be a badass wife who loves giving blowies, but it's just not that enjoyable for me. I know it's about his pleasure, and of course I love seeing him enjoy himself, but I just find myself so in my head when I'm doing it. Nine out of ten, I'm just patiently waiting for it to be over, to be honest. Now, I don't mind the whole dick and mouth thing or the cum, and I actually love putting his balls in my mouth and playing with him and stuff, but in a foreplay way. When it's a full-out blowjob, it's like, ugh, for me. Not, she didn't put ugh, she put ugh, like ugh, for me. Anyways, to make it more enjoyable and comfortable for myself, so I'm willing to do it more often, thank you. And I've got an answer. And I discussed this question with my husband, actually. I thought it was a great question because I was like, I think so many women can relate to this. Guys, I don't want to hurt your feelings. But we know as women, being in the know or a down-ass bitch or a woman who gives a fuck or is intentional or just like wants to have a hot sex life, likes having hot sex, gives a fuck, uh, that blowjobs can be, you know, we know that guys appreciate enthusiasm. 
So it can definitely get performative. Now again, there's always exceptions, like I've mentioned a million contrillion times. The women that love sucking cock that just think it's hot. And so here's how you, I went, I wish the men would close their ears so we didn't have to give away their secrets, but here's how you convince him. And it's a win-win solution. Like it is literally like write it down. You won't forget, just store it in your noggin and you have to do this. This is the only way when you are sucking his dick, you are going to be touching yourself with your free hand available. So if you want the right hand involved, maybe like, but I'm a double hand blowy girl. I bet you that you can do it with your mouth in one hand and it's really going to crank up the heat. And I think the two hands aggressive, if he's laying down on his back, like great idea. It doesn't mean like you can still go and touch yourself. Like we can have add some variety. So there's absolutely no excuses as to why this wouldn't fit in your BJ routine. So now let's think about it. Okay. He's getting pleasured. He, he, that's the goal here. And obviously like, I hope your man isn't a dick. Like you get yours back. He takes care of you right too. And as a good wife, Sometimes we're like, hey, let me suck the king's cock. I don't know what your dynamic is, daddy's dick, or or just you're feeling generous, or maybe you're the girl that likes putting it all in your mouth. Good for you. Way to go. Oh, you do. She just loves sucking, she loves sucking dick, loves it. Shut the fuck up. Anyways, especially if you're married and you're not, it's like you, you know, you can get really skilled though, but at the same time, you can lose skill. That, I'm going to be real honest with you. I feel like at a certain point you're like, okay, do I need to like change the way I'm doing this? It's almost like, have you ever done something or said a word so many times that you feel like it doesn't even sound like a word? You're like, bang, 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 bang bang. You know what I mean? It's like, am I doing it right? You're doing it right, sweetie. Get out of your head. You're just in your head. So it will be more enjoyable if you not only are giving yourself pleasure and it's aesthetically pleasing. Let's. That was probably toxic of me. I'm sure there's some women just like scoffing like, bitch, make it about your pleasure. Okay. Tisk tisk. So give yourself, rub yourself in the right way. You know your clit, girlfriend. If you don't, then we need to back up a couple steps and figure that shit out. But if you know how to touch your clit, I would be touching it. Okay? Finger away. Bombs away. He'll be like, holy fuck. She is loving sucking my cock so much. She's masturbating to it. And you can get off to whatever the fuck you want. That was rude. I shouldn't have said that. But and the men are like, oh, is that what they're doing? No, we are definitely getting off to daddy's rock hard dick, just shoving back down in our throat so we can't breathe. Yada 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 yada. Okay, so I hope that was helpful. I thought that was like a magical, helpful answer. I hope I didn't hurt anybody's feelings. The men, the girls, but I think that all the freaky fan people will actually, if they're not doing that, they're going to be excited to go now suck his dick and rub her pussy. And I think probably, I'm going to say 90% of y'all 
been done that. You're like, Jordan, you're helping her. You're not helping me, sweetie. I've been rubbing my pussy all the time, everywhere. Get out of here. It's 2022. It's almost 2023. We know what to do with our hands, the free hands. You don't leave a hand free. No, but real talk, like last final input in this question, girl to girl, friend to friend, like me, you, if we were just me and you. This is, you know, it's it's what we do. You know, I bet you there are men who, I mean, it because it's 2023 about to be, I mean, no one's going to date you if you don't eat pussy. Like, <laughs> good luck. Good luck. And there probably are men who, like, aren't obsessed with it. They're, like, maybe even, like, kind of get stinky down there or <laughs> Or they're like, I can smell her butt. Or there's like different textures of discharge. You know what I mean? I'm sure there's guys that aren't really thrilled. But I'm thankful for the men that are. Just like they're thankful for an enthusiastic blowjob. So we we get each other. We see each other. We do this because we love them. And like you said, you don't mind. It's not like we're not grossed out, guys. This isn't a thing where like, ew, the dick, we don't want to suck it. Like you can tell when a girl's like that. It's not about that. She, you're just simply, you girl, hey, you're just simply wanting uh, to see how we can level this up, take it up a notch, make it where there's no mediocrity. This can be something that she's like, hell yeah, I can't wait to do it this time. Mix it up a little. Is there a way maybe you could incorporate a different position, maybe doing it in more of a taboo environment? I mean, you could definitely add some factors in that mix if you are really feeling like this is getting stale. So I think you sound perfecto and like all is good under the hood and I wish you the best. I love you, Freaky Fam. I'm excited for next week's episode. We're also going to have like an interview coming out. No, I think there's going to be a couple more episodes of just me, just me and you. And then I'm going to have another guest because every now and then it gets a little predictable, a little boring. Not me, not me. I love you oh so much. I hope you have a fabulous week. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to everyone celebrating whatever fucking holiday you celebrate. I will see you next Monday. That will be after Christmas. You heard me right. I am not taking a break. I am going to keep recording, keep pumping them out. Always, forever, baby. I got your back. Love ya. See you next week. Ho, ho, ho. Happy holidays. I've got another podcast to share with you this week from the Pleasure Podcast Network. Here's a quick hello from the host of the show called Multiamory. Let's face it, relationships can be tough, and it's even tougher to find quality advice when you need it. That's why we spend hours looking at the latest research to help you understand which relationship advice is gold and which advice is garbage. We are the hosts of the Multiamory Podcast, a weekly show dedicated to helping your relationships become happier and healthier. This is not your mother's relationship advice show. Whether you are monogamous, polyamorous, swinging, casually dating, or if you just do relationships differently, 
We see you and we're here for you. Check out what some of our listeners have to say. I can always find an episode to help me process and find perspective with whatever it is that I'm going through in the moment. Your addressing of both healthy and unhealthy habits has really shaped my strive to be as a partner and a person. Sometimes I read a title and I'm like, this one isn't going to apply to me. And then listen to it anyway. And it always does. <laughs> so if you're tired of one size fits all relationship advice, check out Multi Amory with over 400 episodes and new episodes every week.